Welcome back to the Golf Podcast. Today we're talking about golf records that will never be broken. Mm-hmm. And I know never is yeah. a big word. It's saying a lot. Going to try to argue some of them. But when you see these records, you're mm-hmm. going to see why they will never be broken. And to a certain extent, a lot of this, you're going to find a couple surprises on here because we found a couple surprises ourselves. But as you can imagine, there's a bit of this that's the Tiger Woods show. For sure. And it, it will you can really, mm-hmm. I mean, for me, just researching this, it just put into even deeper, you know, perspective. Some of them blew your mind, huh? How good he is and yeah. how dominant he truly I almost was. wish that we could go back in those times and watch golf, or at least me, watch it more religiously. Yeah. If they're seeing these. Well, I think if nothing else, we're fortunate to have lived in an age when we can watch Tiger. Yep. Saw some of this. Because there's some records here. You think like Byron Nelson. Mm-hmm. There's a record on here by Byron Nelson that'll never be beat. And not in any way knocking the strength of field in his era. You know, he was, I think he was so dominant himself. But there's records that put into perspective as golf becomes and as golf became and evolved to become such a competitive sport. And you had so many more athletes growing in interest to be part of the sport, mm-hmm. making the field stronger and stronger. And I think what Tiger did with some very strong fields was absolutely incredible. And I think it's part of why, and I want to, we're going to open up the comments to you guys to debate this too. Do you truly feel like some of these are unbreakable as records, as as fields become stronger and stronger and stronger, it's just going to be harder and harder for these records to be broken. I'm going to try to find one on this list that I'm going to argue could be broken. Okay. It might be tough, but let's see. Well, we'll take a look at that. And what we will dive into a little bit later is there are some records that seem insurmountable. Okay. But are, are arguably breakable. So there, we'll there dive into some. a couple that can be broken as well. But let's kick this right off and go right into what it. What are we jumping with first? Phil, lefty. Okay. Okay. So get this. What do we got? Phil Mickelson spent 26 years inside the official World Golf Rankings Top 50. Wow. 26 wow. years. Okay. 1,353 straight weeks. Now, this is also a straight run record. This isn't he dipped out and he, he came back into the to top 50. From 1993 until 2019, <laughs> Phil was in the top 50. Now you uh, think about the wow. official World Golf Rankings. Just think about a guy like, let's say, a Ricky Fowler. Mm-hmm who was a staple for many years and just, you knew Ricky was always in the top 50, but now, you know, no longer he's Mm -hmm. fallen out of it. You just think a a guy of that caliber, a name of that big can maybe if they can get eight years, you know, 10 years in the top 50 is incredible. So 26 weeks. I'd label that a successful career. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, wow. we're talking, obviously, everybody here, we're talking Hall of Fame careers. Oh, 100%. But mm-hmm. again, the perspective of how good for so long. And and even give you a little more perspective on this. Rory McIlroy, mm-hmm. you know, he would need to stay in the top 50 for 15 more seasons in order to beat Mickelson. So Rory wow. would have to stay in top 50 until he's 48 years old. Maybe Liv will give him, like, motivation. Well, to stay fit, healthy, and ride it all the way to beat that record. And who knows, too? You know, <laughs> Liv has been the biggest shakeup that golf uh-huh. has seen in decades, but that's one thing that's up in the air. They are fighting hard to be included in the points ranking for mm-hmm. the official golf world rankings. So, 
if they do, that could shake things up. But Rory would have to be 48. And I know that'd be the closest thing you might think like, okay, Rory could possibly do it. But Rory's already a kind of expressed that he doesn't want to be playing at this competitive level that old at mm-hmm. that age. Yeah. You know, I, I could see Rory being a guy who gets to like, what's Tiger now? How old, how old is Tiger? 40? 48, maybe 49. I think he's 46. Uh, Six? Uh, am I off there? We're gonna go to fact we're gonna, check. We're gonna fact check. We're gonna live fact check. I almost called you go. Jack. Wow. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Zach. <laughs> gotta hit that coffee this morning. Forty-six years old. Forty-six. So, okay. December third. Fact checkers. When you got Frank here, come it's, on. Right. I get ninety percent of them wrong. Yep. Um. But think about that. You think about the way Tiger mm-hmm. competes now. So picking and choosing. Um, he's far less concerned with his overall official world golf ranking. Give us this official world golf ranking. Roars? No, Tiger. Um, I would also probably, if there's any guy that could beat that record and stay physically fit and strong, I think it's Rory. But what I mean is, like, take a guy like Tiger, right? Uh He's far less concerned at this point in his life. Wow, 1,100. He's ranked 1,100th, right? And and it's because Tiger's far less concerned with the week-in, week-out grind that it takes to stay in the top 50 oh, yeah. or top 100 or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's he's picking which events he plays and Obviously, he had a long stint of, of his injury and he mm-hmm. was out. But if, if, let's say, in his early 40s, Rory moves into the idea, and I think Rory's 33 now, mm-hmm. right? So even after seven more grinding seasons. Rory's 33? I believe Rory's 33 years old. We could double check that too. Okay. I, mean, I, I, see I, I would, I would have thought he was top here. 10 with his recent wins. No, no, 33 years old. Oh, I'm sorry. He's top two in the world. Okay, right I was going to say, don't. No, he's Rory's not that bad. Okay, so 33. Rory's 33 years old. Okay. If you think about Rory, he would have to, uh, like, let's say after another seven years, he may get to that point where like he's maybe playing a couple you know, events each season yes. and playing the majors. Going after the Masters. 100%. That's not going to keep you in the top 50 nope. necessarily, unless you're winning a major every year, which would be a whole other record we could talk about here yep. in a second. Mm-hmm. But 20, so Rory would have to do 15 more years in order to match that. But Phil Mickelson, right off the back, bat, incredible record, 26 years. It just shows the competitive level that he played at his whole career is impressive. It's impressive. So let's stamp it. Let's confirm it. Unbreakable? I think that's unbreakable. I think it's unbreakable. Unbreakable. Boom. Now unbreakable. forget, there's also a wild card here. You think like little Charlie Woods hate, hiding in the wings over hiding there. Hiding in the wings. Cut, might come in one day and, and who knows, shatter everything here. It's still 26 years in the but top 50. regardless. That's a grind incredible. career. It's a grind. Okay. Now, let's just go up the impressive ladder let's one do more it. step here. Tiger Woods spent 683 weeks at world number one. That's like my favorite record of it's, all time in any it sport. It is one of the best records in sports. Mm-hmm. Because now you think about like it, over the past, let's say even five years, how much the world number one has changed. It's it's jumped all over the place. Yep. Active golfers. Uh, and I'll give you some of the other records that were close or who came close to his, his 683. And, and this is like very loosely determined close, right? But active golfers, you got Dustin Johnson and Rory McIlroy. Roy, have... Dustin spent 135 weeks at World. Yeah, he had a good run. Well, then that's not even consecutive. He's been 135 weeks under his belt. Okay, Rory has 106 weeks. Scotty Scheffler, who's the current world number one, has 27 weeks. Mm -hmm. So, if anything, that tells you in the past couple of years how much it's bounced around. You've had all different guys, you know, hitting that top number. And I feel like nowadays it's a lot more like the the music record charts. You're like Mm -hmm. you're happy to hold it for. 
you know, right. the summer. The summer, yeah. You got the summer at world number at number one, and yep. you're like, yeah, man. Yep. Now it's like, forget it. Tiger, he, he had two crazy streaks that really came part of this. His first was a 264-week stretch. Tiger was the world number one golfer from August of 1999 until September of 2004. <laughs> <laughs> and when we talk later uh, about some of these other unbreakable records, mm-hmm. you'll see why. The guy was just a, a, a prolific winner, as everyone who knows anything about golf knows. But then he had another 281-week streak. And now we're talking about streaks. Like consecutive, his, like, his consecutive streaks are, 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 are longer than most people have ever held it cons- over their, the yeah. span of their career. But... From June 2005 until October 2010, he was world number one. Half of a decade. So he, you had 99 to like 04, the first one, right? Yes, he briefly Something lost Something happened. It. I believe there was an injury. I, it had to be. So without the injury, he could have had it for it's like possible. 11 remember, years. Remember Wait, how many, how, many years, that, how many years did you say that he had at world number one? 2004. Was that when he had the whole scandal and he had to take a... That was 09. No, that was way later. That, that was, was like 09-ish. Okay. Yeah, it was like oh eight oh nine, because I'm I'm trying to yeah, I'm trying to remember and place myself where I was during things. When I things think happened. he might have got injured, but it could have been an injury, whatever it was. So he just from September of two thousand four till June of two thousand five, he had briefly lost world number one. He had he stepped out of it, and then he got it back in two thousand five. Did June you 10. say that he was world number one for six hundred and eighty three weeks total? Total. Total. So that's thirteen years. Thirteen years. Yes. 13 years of being on top. I mean, absolute pure dominance and, and included those two Not streaks, both over 250 weeks. <laughs> Second on the list is Greg Norman. Shark. During his 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 you know long career, he racked up 331 total Shark weeks. must have been pretty darn good. No, I'm serious. You know, like no one gives the guy enough credit because he didn't really like come through and win it. He folded a lot. He had a lot. lot of missed opportunities, but he was. But he must have been a solid. Guys. Like I'll, I'm not joking. He must have been a good player. <laughs> <laughs> you Someone know, just woke Mike up. He's yeah. like, no kidding, <laughs> guys. I know Greg Norman was a phenomenal player. Greg Norman has like, obviously caught a lot of heat the last year or so and been kind of well, ostracized from the golf community because of of live. Of course, but he had his years when I remember growing up watching golf. I mean, he was one of those guys who was in the hunt. On every Sunday. Oh yeah, you gotta every watch every single Sunday. Like, if you haven't seen it yet, you really have to watch the well, ESPN I mean. Thirty for Thirty on Greg Norman. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I didn't know anything about him before Live, and I watched that. It was it's really good. Interesting. So yeah, yeah I I because I, I mean, you, you don't see like a Jack or an Arnie or like when did official world golf rankings come about? Do we even know? That's a great question. I don't know when it was kind of formalized, but I. It, at least they, they part, weren't back in like Ben Hogan's day. Is there like right? A, I think at least part of um, yeah, eighty six. Okay. So okay. I, the the so, huge chunk of both. I think of their Jack's last major was eighty six. So like those guys were done. Yeah, and that's something that actually it brings up a really interesting point. The way Jack won, and for how many years he won. If there was an official World Golf Rankings, I bet you he would have been world he number probably one. Crush those records. Twenty years. Twenty years. You know, yeah. it could have very well been. But then again, it bounced back and forth. It could the early years when he and Arnie were going head to head. It could have been a yeah. little bit of both. It could have been bouncing back could and have forth. Been. It could one have been. and two could have went two different directions. Was was Jack but that we can only speculate on? Right. Was he, Jack's obviously way before my time, so I don't really know a lot about him. Was he really like that good, or was he? Oh, he was dominant. Just man. not have the greatest competition like were all the other golfers ridiculously good or was he just like 
No, Jack. Yeah. You know, Jack competed against a lot of very good golfers. He one hundred percent did, but he was similar to 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 Tiger's dominance. He kind of he kind of changed the game in a lot of ways with the way he played. The way Tiger played very athletically and things mm-hmm. like that. Jack was similar, but Jack always had. It's like had uh, Tiger had Phil. You know what I mean? Jack had Arnie for a lot of his career that you know he had to he had to beat. I remember we talked about when we were at Baltusrol and that 18th hole and the two of them coming down to it right on the yeah. You know, so so it was no walk in the park fields that Jack was competing against. But moving on and and we're gonna get a little bit of a flavor of of multiple tours here, the LPGA tour. Um, Lydia Ko, mm-hmm. get this, 10 LPGA Tour victories before she turned 19 years old. Impressive. And Impressive. I know you can make the case that the game and, and players are getting younger and younger, but she was the, the tour's youngest winner, winner at 15 years old. You know, That's we hear insane. These, I know. We hear these crazy things like a 15-year-old was in the field every once in a while, a 14-year-old, something like that. What were you to, guys doing at 15? Dude, seriously, you don't right? want to know. The show would get canceled if I tell you. <laughs> what? 15, no, but for man. real, like you're not even old enough to drive a car. Yeah, yeah. I was a punk kid, and and not winning golf tournaments. Wow, That's I can impressive. understand. Like you get your phenoms, right, and uh, athletic ability, and they start playing mm-hmm. as soon as they're, th- they're three years old. They got a club in their hands, and and now they they they're excelling. And you think even guys like Jordan Spieth and how they played at a young age and all those types of things. But it's to get into a field of adults. And adults who are are as you know well versed in competition as they are, because mm-hmm. there's something between like going out there and firing set like a, a, a par, you know, firing par on a golf course at a young age, and then doing it in competition. Right. You and know, we've had um, world. Rob Labritz on the show, mm-hmm. right? And we picked his brain and talked about like how like the guys on tour they're just grinders. They just know they've been doing this long. So you think about like when you get on the LPGA tour. There are people who've been there yeah. and stuff like that. Probably longer than them? she's been alive right. at that point. They've yep. probably been playing golf in competition longer than she's alive. And she comes out and wins at 15. Then it wasn't just an anomaly. You know, she racked in nine more wins over the next four years. So 10 victories before she turned 19. By the age of 18, you got 10 victories under your belt. Shh. That yeah. seems unbreakable. Future's bright after that. Yeah. I mean, I, I know there's a lot, of, like I said, there's a lot of young phenoms you know, in the mix, but to be that steady of a winner at that young age is just how old is she incredible. now? I'm not sure how Lydia Co- how old Lydia Co is now. That's why we got this fat check. And that one I can't get you. I got two for two. She is the 25. I see it on the 25 bottom. 25 right. years old now. Can you type in Lydia Co net worth? I'm just curious. 25 years old. That's your age, Zach, right? Yipper. Yippers. She's worth a lot more than you, Zach. <laughs> no, I don't know. Let's see. Got a bit of a head start on you there. Let's see. Let's just curious. Like, is she up in like a twenty millioner? Yeah. No. No real information. Eight hundred thousand. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I that, think that's that, wrong. That's that, that could be an old article. That's an old article. Okay. So moving anyway, on. moving on from that. So just absolutely incredible. And I, I like to try to mix in on this list of flavor of different types of of records. Um, but another huge one here, and and this one, I, I think there's like almost no debate in it about what it would take to tie or beat tiger and sam sneeds total pga tour wins record so they're tied right now at mm. 82 pga tour wins the the closest on that list uh as you move down it jack nicholas has 73 and phil mickelson has 45 
beyond that, honestly, yeah. you move into like the guys who are competing now, most of them are in the, you know, 10, like the, the high numbers of wins, career wins, 10 to 20. Yeah. I know he's 10 tied. to 20. That's I mean, crazy. 82 wins. That's a strong, strong, long career. You have to be not only longevity, but the pace you have to be on. You've got to be winning six, you know, six, seven, at least six, seven wins per year and do that for 15 years or more. Makes me wonder what Sam Sneed's numbers were. Because that guy, he won a lot. He won 146 professional wins total. Yeah. I know Tiger, Tiger, when you add them all up, is over 100 as well. But, like, what was Sneed's period of time? We don't know. It was in the 40s. He played for a long time as well. But, I mean, conceptualize this. But this that record, yeah, no, never being unbreakable. Is nowadays, you think about, like, when Cantlay got really hot. Mm-hmm. And we saw him win, like, four or five. Yep. Right? Scheffler, same thing. Three, four, five wins. And the PGA Tour season is a long season. It's a long season, right? yeah. Now, which just shows you, you have to do that over many. I mean, if you win five a year for 10 years, that's 50. Right. That puts you high on the list. It puts you in third place. But you're not going to do. Fourth place. No one can win five in a year. For 10 years. For 10 years. But it shows you Tiger had some years where he won probably like eight, nine, ten. He won an incredible ten. amount. We're going to talk about some of his streaks even. And that's what really catapulted him. Yeah, nobody's touching 82. But Tiger's the Tiger's top. He's the only guy who could beat it right, right now. Right, right. So, uh, I mean, a sidebar question: Does Tiger get eighty three? I think so. I think he's got. I think he wants to go out on top. I think Tiger gets eighty three somehow, some way. He's not playing in like the Butterfield Bermuda he's Classic, just, but I mean, well, he's just <laughs> honestly, he's too uh, competitive still. He's far. I know he's yeah. not playing as much, but when he does, Tiger is. I mean, we saw him make cuts at majors recently. Yeah, he made cuts when some bigger names and, I, and younger studs did. You can make didn't. all the points you want about how strong the fields are. It's very true. But Tiger still, he's got that, again, that winning nature, that winning capability. Yeah. Tiger Tiger proved, and I think a big part of why we saw Tiger get this many wins is Tiger could win without his A game. Yes, he can. That's the the huge difference. But Tiger now, could go out there and he would have weeks he did not have his A game and he found a way to win. He always, and, and he admittedly didn't have his A game sometimes, but he found a way to win. So I think Tiger could still do it. I think Ty- we see Tiger get 83 and, and hold that record by himself. Yeah, it's tough though. I feel like he needs to bring his like triple A game now though. Like I don't think I don't think his A game's doing it. Like I think he needs. Is that like a pun for old people? Triple A? No. <laughs> no but well, he he the, the one thing Tiger has, which a lot of these young studs don't, is his knowledge of these courses. A lot of them. Like exactly. take a course like Bay Hill. The guy can like blueprint it in his brain. Tory. So, Tory Pines, Tory Pines, where he's won Bridgestone, so many times. I Firestone. I mean, the Masters. I still think he goes into there if Tiger's Augusta. healthy, or if if Tiger's at ninety percent. I take him over guys at a hundred because of his knowledge of that place, the way Tiger gets around the greens, on the greens. I mean, that's why we saw him win. You know, the, yeah, the his, Masters in, in his biggest downfall right now is stamina. We see him in like yeah. the third round starting to limp. Exactly. If he if he started using the medical exemption to get the cart, I think that he would just I be think he unstoppable. Too much pride for I know he's got. I know you guys keep saying he's, he's got, got too, too much pride. pride for he's not going to his eighty third with a cart. I honestly with a think that tempo. Tiger, Tiger's a guy who doesn't want that asterisk. I know, but I just think he would go on it. I think he would really kill it. Well, that's a great place for you guys to weigh in. Let us know. Do you think Tiger gets 83? Drop it in the comments. Yes, no. We want to hear it. Next record. I told you Byron Nelson would be on here. This is just, you think about this and you try to envision it in today's fields and it's just 
it's almost impossible. It's almost laughable. But in 1945, he had 11 consecutive wins. Yeah, that's nice. That's like winning, if it's weekly, that's like winning every single event through the entire summer. You just mm-hmm. win everyone. Yeah. And I know what you could say. Like you say, like, oh, it's 1945, but there was still there was still a lot of Byron Nelson guys who were out there in the field who could win any given week. Tiger, of course, Uh the closest. He made seven straight wins in 26 or 26, 2006 or 2007. And Tiger had another streak of six wins in 1999 through 2000. No wonder he was world number one. I mean, imagine the the the, the, the ranking points you put under yeah. your belt when you win, you know, seven straight times. And and for anybody, I mean, 2006, 2007 wasn't that long ago. But we know a lot of you know young younger listeners and viewers of the show might not be able to conceptualize that. I mean, mm-hmm. it seems like now we think about how hard it is to win back to back on the PGA Tour three times in a row on the PG tour. Can you imagine for seven straight weeks, almost two months, every single Sunday you're watching the PJ tour and the winners tiger woods. That's nuts. You can't, you can't almost can't put yourself in that position anymore. Like think Scotty Scheffler world. Number one, how dominant he is. Can you imagine one, like two? Okay. Oh wow. Scotty won two in a row. Three. Wow. Scotty's what? He's, yeah, Scotty's hot, hot, streak. He's hot. For your front page of every newspaper yeah, or whatever. Four, five, Six, six seven. seven like you can't imagine it you can't put yourself in a position where you even believe that if yeah. you didn't get to see tiger play incredible 1999 to 2000 tiger had six but byron nelson had uh 11 wins and ni- 1945 was a season for byron nelson he had 18 wins on the pga tour that season jeez 11 came in a row <laughs> wow but what a season wow Right. Jeez. So now you think, like I said, you think like a, like when Rory did it recently, DJ did it where they got three in a row. Wasn't when World I say War II going on during that though? Yes. So like, you World think straight the field was low? It has saying? to be. I will not fight you on the fact that there was no way the 1945 field was anything like the fields of today. <laughs> I, I totally agree. That's that's part. Of it. But I'm saying that's also why. What are we talking about? Unbreakable records. Yeah. I'm also. I want to say that without also taking anything away from Byron Nelson because guys, it's Byron Nelson. Yep. You know, yep. What I mean, he's one of the greatest to ever play the game. But on the same token, you're like that that's factored into the ability to break the record you got to factor in where the game has evolved to and say 11 is now completely impossible no one does it yeah but mm-hmm. hat tip at the same time to in modern times tiger getting we uh you know seven straight weeks and then six straight weeks uh-huh. straight consecutive wins i should say yeah it's not necessarily weeks right you know, right it's right to be broken up over whatever of course but um it's still absolutely incredible absolutely incredible yeah, this is these are wild. I can get lost in these stats. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so anyway, so that's a record that I think we got to, as you said, stamp it. Eleven. I'm stamping that. Is, is Never being broken. Yep. Byron Nelson, mm-hmm. incredible. <laughs> Here's another one. I, I when I read these, I almost think they're made up. When I when I really dive into it, but Tiger Woods again, the Tiger Show here, but 142 straight made cuts. <laughs> <laughs> Just. Just chew on this for yeah. a minute, okay? Tiger did not miss a cut from the 1998 Buick Invitational until the 2005 Byron Nelson Championship. From 1998 to 2005, Tiger did not miss the weekend. Yeah, he's your OG weekend warrior. 
Tiger was there for a hundred. Dude, f- what did I say incredible. earlier? I mean, like, find a way to win. Think about it. anything. You could have a cold. Yeah. And yeah. be like, oh, I'm not feeling it today. Not feeling it. And just don't have your best Something's stuff. Something's off. Yep. Don't make the weekend. Yep. Guy made the weekend. Some every of those cut lines are tough, too. Yes. And he made 140, what, three, two? He made 142 straight weeks. Well, you got, you, you're talking about the guy who. Three seasons of straight cuts. Didn't he win the U.S. Open on a broken leg? Yeah, essentially broken. Right. Knee I mean, or that's what I'm saying. Like, aside from major, major injuries where he had to completely sit out, he always found a way to be in the hunt. Tiger found a way. And if you're, if you're, you know, studying the mental game or, or strategy or just mental perseverance, like, you know, they talk about how champions just kind of like think differently. He even when, and because you know, there's nobody on earth who has their best stuff every single week from, from 98 to 2005, right? Right. Even when Tiger didn't have his best stuff, he found a way to be in the hunt, and that's why he was there on the weekends. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean he win every week, but he was there on the weekends. You know, here again, we see Byron Nelson pop back up. He's Byron's second place. He had 113 straight weeks before he missed a cut. And Jack Nicholas did 105 straight weeks. So dominance from all three guys. But Tiger, I mean... 98 to 2005 like i said just kind of like let that sink in and chew on it not miss a cut yeah nowadays if you have a no cut season you've had a great season yes and think about that so like 27 weeks right 27 mm-hmm. events or so around that That's in insane. a year hey, let like, me and you say like hey I, I didn't miss a cut this year yeah it's I know, this year. this year. Try doing it. Or for, last year. For, or yeah. the year before. <laughs> right. Try doing it for, what is that, eight years. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. If you played in 142 PGA Tour events, how many missed cuts would you have? I'd have missed every cut. Every single yeah, one? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, that's silly. Like, no, no I'm, yeah. But, These but people think, are almost aren't human. But what I'm saying more so is, like, think about even your world's best players. Mm-hmm. Um, Rory. I mean, I'll come back to Rory. Rory will miss a cut. You know, here and there, miss a cut. It's not like yeah. always it's, it's a guaranteed weekend. Right. So 142 straight made cuts is, again, another one of those ones that is absolutely stamped on Stamp that. that is definitely Especially when you look at the list and second and third place are guys who are no longer playing. Mm-hmm. Byron Nelson, Jack Nicholas. Yep. So there's nobody in there. Like, I, I don't I one thing I have didn't get a chance to look up is what the longest active streak is. You know, can you look that up real quick, Zach? What's the longest active PGA Tour cuts made streak? Longest active. If there's anybody who's even has to pour it on and how far they could go. Is that even such a streak? Let's see. 100. No. Active. John Rahm? No. Consecutive cuts. Here we go. Consecutive. 18. John Rahm. John Rahm has 18 consecutive weeks with, you know, so, so John's just got to do that for like, what is that? 130 more weeks? Yeah, that's no all. Problem, John. You got this in the bag, buddy. Yeah, he's got that. Don't miss a cut for the next 130 Not going to happen. Events. Dude's going to miss a cut. And Stay. you'll be right there with Tiger. I'm stamping Not that unbreakable forever. Unbreakable. Mm-hmm. All right. The big one. I know everybody's got the tip of the tongue. It's the one that constantly gets talked about. But speaking of Jack Nicholas, Jack's 18 majors. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's got to go in the unbreakable category. I think it's unbreakable. Because the only one who has a chance of doing it aside from we're talking, you know, here a hundred years from now, right? You know, fast forward, put us in the time capsule a hundred years. From Charlie now. Woods, who knows doing it for happened. his dad, right? Exactly. Yep, what's yep. happened. But Tiger's got 15 tiger would need three more. 
We're just talking and debating because he has one more PGA Tour win in the bank. I wouldn't even rule out Tiger having one more major, having some sort of like crazy. Yeah. It could be a year, two years from now. Augusta where Tiger, would be his best think, place. Well, what it, Phil was 50, right, when he won the PGA. Yeah. So Tiger. You got a good week. You get hot. Exactly. Tiger, you know, he could be 48 years old and Tiger have a week where he just plays. And then know the strength of field, but again, the mental toughness of Tiger. So maybe Tiger picks up one more that puts him at 16, but 18. Uh, as far as other active players go, Phil has six. Uh, Phil's and now Phil's 50. Yeah. You know, and then the yeah, whole yeah. move to live, who knows whether he even be in the field at, at majors. Um, Rory and Kepka. Kepka now went over to live four. They have four apiece. Uh, Speeth has three. So, I mean, these guys aren't even in sh- shooting distance of, of 18. Maybe. I'm going to stamp it unbreakable. I could see a guy like Scotty Scheffler. If he can somehow maintain this form, I could see him going and winning one or two majors a year for the next couple years. It's hard of years. to tell. I don't know. I just think he's got that same. game for it. Yeah. The thing with it is, to me, and you look at this past year, you have like uh, Fitzpatrick winning and stuff like that. It's such a thing to win one major a year because such we see thing. such Huge. diversity of the winning. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, right. even when guys get super quick, like dominant, like out of nowhere, like you think about uh, a guy like Cam Smith who got mm-hmm. super hot. He can right now he can win anywhere. He can just proving that. But he may carry that on for a year or two years. Maybe Cam wins another major next year. But again, every year, the every year thing is what gets me. Yeah, I just remember hearing something that play, a lot of players were talking about Scotty Scheffler as like the guy who was always super consistent, always there Even in the at hunt. A young age he was. But then he just something in this last year switched and he learned how to win. Yeah. yeah. So I think if you combine that super consistency that he's had and a lot of these players have said he's had combine that with now that he's tasted victory it's hard to maintain it he got what the masters this this year right he got four wins including the masters but you think of like jordan fifth jordan speed's 2015 season that was the season that made jordan speed jordan speed he had two majors like five wins and he got like the huge under armor deal he was like a big deal after that this is scotty's jordan speed season guys have these seasons they don't normally do it again well they fall off this is the stat here that really tells you how jack got there from 1962 until mm-hmm. 1980, Jack never went more than two seasons without winning a major. So it hmm. also wasn't where Jack had this crazy run where he was winning four majors, you know, every major, yeah. f- you know, for two, three years in a row. It's that over that long career, he consistently showed up for the majors and would win at least one every two years. And that's how showing he up, getting kinda, it done. That's just it. You know, he just kept kept doing it. Um, I love those guys who show up for those big events and win them. You know what I mean? Like Jack, like Tiger. Like, we saw you that know, with, a little that's bit. That's what we, you know? like the talk was with Kepka. Yep, yep. But then his, he fell stuff. off that pace. Yep. But uh, just absolutely unbreakable. So let's do this. Let's do a quick break. We're going to do a word from our sponsors. Then we're going to yep. come back and we're going to talk about a couple of records that seemingly seem unbreakable, but we'll we'll tell you why we think that they could yeah. be broken. They're, yeah. they're like yeah. right okay. there. They're okay. right there. So let's do a quick word from our sponsors. We'll bounce right back to it. We all have different ability levels and goals, but the one thing we share is a desire to bring our best every 
time we tee it up. And it all starts with choosing a golf ball you can trust. The Titleist Pro V1 is the best combination of speed, spin, and feel in the game. And the X gives you a higher flight and a firmer feel. But both deliver that long-distance, consistent flight, soft feel, and that all-important drop-and-stop greenside control. Love it. Nothing better than when you hit mm -hmm. that green and you know you're going to hold it. So whether you're Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth, or Nelly Korda competing at the game's highest level or simply striving to be the best you can be, tee up that Pro V1 or Pro V1X and always bring your best. Find out more at Titleist.com. Guys, FootJoy just released its Thermo series. I noticed you were wearing it the other day at Winding Hills. Yeah, nice it stuff. got chilly that morning. It I did needed get it. Chilly. Yeah. And it's starting to feel cold out there. But guys, the Thermo series is their most advanced apparel layering system uh, ever. It features layering items designed specifically for golf to enable us to play in all weather conditions. Now, this collection has base layers, mid, -layer, mid layers, outer layers, and even pants uh, made with materials that help you move uh, without any restriction. They're lightweight to reduce bulk uh, and they're temperature regulated to ensure maximum comfort no matter how many layers are required. We're usually stacking up layers out there, Frank. And that's, then de-layering as we go. Well, that's the nice part, especially you know? this time of the season. You know what happens. We go out there, it's very cold and there's a frost yeah. delay. That sun comes up. So it's nice knowing that you can kind of take right. those layers off and stay comfortable the whole day. 100%. And this week, in fact, we're in Vermont and we just checked yeah. the temperatures. It's going to be like 40-something to tee off. Chilly. Eh, it's going to be cold. So, guys, check out the Thermo Series. The fabrics are selected for their Thermo properties. But again, the golfer in mind. They are thinking about us, which I always, they make some of the best stuff on the market, and especially for all weather. So check it out, thermoseriesfootjoy.com. Okay, so I've got here a couple records, though, that could feasibly be broken. Okay. And some of them seem, like I said, when I say feasibly, don't forget, it's going to take a, a real feat. It's not going to be easy, but, but it could be done, especially with the position of where people are and things like that. The first one is Seve Ballesteros. He's leads the European tour wins total at 50, 50 wins on the European tour. Okay. Where I think that might be tough is that now kind of the way things work is that if a guy is a real prolific winner over there, they usually make the move over to the PGA tour, right? You know, there's usually just more visibility, mm -hmm. more sponsor money, more, more bigger payouts, right. things like they that. They pack up, move to Florida and join the PGA tour. Exactly. That seems to be the plan. move to Jupiter, buy exactly. your house and right. then whatever. So that might be what like something that kind of hinders that. You guys rack up some wins over there and they come they come play in the PGA Tour. But it is feasible. It's something that is within reach. It's not completely unreachable. It's mm -hmm. it's it's the the idea is there that if you have another person who steps up as being a big winner, they could grab 50 wins over there. I mean, you could debate me, you could let us know in, in the comments if you think, but we're kind of filing that one under unbreakable. You know, still like top tier up to know who's got tough, but as far as who's the next i would um, say rory right was it rory's probably got up yeah, yeah i didn't look up the whole european tour uh wins list yeah it's hard rory 14. Has 14 rory has 14 but if you think about it how what is rory really doing maybe three european tour events per season right you know so that's that's a tougher one yeah. It's got to be a guy who's going to make the commitment to staying over there and really playing those events um, because you have to either be so dominant that let's say you only play five European tour events a year. Yep. You win every one of them mm -hmm. for many years. Not going to happen. Or you're just staying over there and you're playing all the events and you're still dominant. Right. It would take a no matter what, it would take a long career and it would take a long career putting in a lot of, of, of reps, so to speak, on the European tour. So Rory won the FedEx Cup this year, right? Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah. So. And he's also going for the race to Dubai or whatever the European or DP World Tour. Correct, currently. That's what's on right so now. So mm -hmm. how, 
is he able to do that points wise if he's been on the PGA Tour the whole year? I think it's got a, a similar playoff system. And now, admittedly, I don't watch it as closely as I watch the PGA Tour. But I think it's just as long as you can get into that playoffs, that's where he can just kind of try to win his play way. well and do well yeah, at exactly. the playoffs. Yeah. By the way, this so this stat: forty-two Bernhard Langer, forty-one Tiger Woods. European Tour wins. Colin Montgomery, thirty-one. These guys in Faldo. These guys aren't even active anymore, really. Then you got like Ernie Els, Lee Westwood at twenty-five. He's not even on tour anymore. Sam Tor. I mean. So again, eh, when I say unbreakable, eh, we're saying out over the next time capsule, time whatever machine. time yeah, yeah, yeah. frame it is. Gotcha. But it, it would it would be tough. It don't be tough. don't let Bernard Langer get hot. It's, don't it's get on hot. that line. <laughs> now here's one that you wonder: Could it be broken? Jim Furyk's fifty-eight. Yes, I think with all modern technology and long distance and long drive hitters and stuff. But what goes against that is also how they set up the courses now. Yeah, yeah. You got to get a course that's set up for it. You think about the during the the season, a couple places guys tend to go really low, like TPC River TPC Highlands. Rounds, that's the spot like that. But get this. The lowest round ever of golf recorded according to Guinness World Records. Do you want to guess what that is? 54? It's not bad, I guess. And it's it's not, what's his name, Kim Jong-un's it's not like 18, 19, 18, whatever he had, the first and only time he ever played golf. Yep. Yeah, no. This is held by Rain Gibson. It's a 55. Oh, wow. He had 12 birdies and two eagles on a par 71. Good for this guy. But that was not in competition. Uh, However, it was validated and recorded. Okay. There are, though, and again, this is where there's a certain element of it. You know, we saw um, uh, Finau the other day. Didn't he shoot a casual 60 on like an 8,000 yard? Casual. Lipped out four putts. Yeah. And that's just, you know, him playing with the boys and stuff like that. Right. In competition, it's always going to be different. Sure, of course. Right. Uh, but in competition, there are two documented rounds of 57. Um, one came, believe it or not, came at the junior championship. It was the 2010 Alabama Boys Junior Championship. Uh, Bobby Watt shot a 57 nice. as a junior. And then you have Alex Ross in the 2019 Dogwood Invitational. Mm-hmm. So we're not we're not talking about necessarily PGA Tour events. Dogwood Invitational. The Dogwood Invitational. <laughs> but but there are true uh, competitive events. Mm-hmm. So it's in competition. Right. So if those guys do it, it's totally feasible that if a guy is in that zone, 59 mm-hmm. watch zone, yep. and just a couple extra putts drop. Like I'm talking like somebody's like lasered in and mm-hmm. the putts are dropping. It is feasible. Again, easy. <laughs> yeah. Certainly not. But someone could shoot fifty seven. It could be awesome to see. Do I you think can. do you think you guys will ever be able to shoot fifty seven? Two man scramble. <laughs> two man scramble. Yeah, two man scramble. I think eventually, but maybe not. I think sixty break at sixty five would be a feat for us. It'd be a feat. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, no, I think. And we're a two man team, you took, so right. If you took two pros in a two man scramble, I think yeah, you put two tough. legit pros. With the each putts other. have to go down. The putts have to go down, and and the course has to be set for it. So another one here, and this is one that you know who do we keep talking about is Tiger. Mm-hmm. Tiger could. If, if what happens, what we spoke about earlier, Tiger could feasibly break this record. But Jack Nicholas holds the record for most years between his first and last major win. It's 24 uh, years. So Jack won the 1962 U.S. Open. 
1986 uh, Masters. The 86 Masters, the big so you know, tell the me Jack Tigers. moment, yep. right? So Tiger would need another major to, to beat him. His first was 1997. Okay. So at this point, if he wins, let's say it would now it would be 2023. That would be a 26 year span. And he'd have the record. And he'd have the record. All right. So when so Tiger that's won in. Tiger won in 2019, so that kept him short of the record. I think that's 23 years. Yeah. Um, but Tiger, if Tiger does at any point in the rest of his yeah, career win a major, he beats that streak, and he becomes the, the longest gap between your first and last major win. How wild would it be if Tiger won the Masters this April? I'll be, uh, I mean, forget about it. Yeah, I, I, when he does, it's going to be when he breaks that record. So I'm stamping that breakable. That's breakable. That that one's. I think it's definitely breakable, and I don't know if it's this year. I don't know if it's sometime. But we said he might get one thing. more major. I, just what Phil did, winning at 50, that gives signs of hope. Yeah, that gives signs of hope. And Kiowa is not an easy course. So, no, right. No, and it's a long course. You know, ti- something could happen. Tiger, could, it could be clicking. He, Tiger, I think he's gonna, unless another major injury or something. I think you see Tiger take his four cracks a year. We didn't see it this year. He sat out. I forget which major he sat out, but I think you see Tiger take his he he, he get in competition where he needs to be, and I think that's where we can see Tiger win that that other PGA Tour event. Tiger's probably going to be in a couple events here and there so that he can get into form mm-hmm. for the majors. He wants yep. to be in competition form, and I think you see Tiger try as best he can to be in the field for the four majors. And if he is, I think over the next three years, it's possible, three years, that makes 12 shots, 12, 12 shots. chances, yep. Tiger might win one. You know what? It's not easy. It's None not of this is easy. easy. I'm not saying that he's a lock, but it might happen. I'd love to see a Tiger Woods retirement tour where it's his final year, he goes on the farewell, and he plays every event that season. We see him at the Wyndham, the Travelers, <laughs> the but Zurich. he just goes for it. The Zurich, he's got a teammate, everything. I get it, but he couldn't do it. He and then he just goes into an ice bath for five years. <laughs> That would be the end. You just, just a cryogenic, cryogenic chamber. Freeze Tiger. Yeah. In between. But you know he might in that in a 40 event season with Tiger. If he's in full field every oh event. God. How many events does this he win? This poor guy's a human being. But you want to freeze does him he win from two? Monday through Wednesday? <laughs> oh my God. I say he wins two events if he plays every event on tour next season. I don't think it's a- a- absolutely any way feasible for him to play every event. Because he's already expressed that like, that's the hardest part I for know. him. Is, he wouldn't be able to get up at a bed. Right. Because yeah, he's he's got to be able to physically... He'd have to just show up on Thursdays and play. He can't even do the practice. No pro-ams, no No pro-ams, nothing. How's he like, going to win if he didn't even practice? <laughs> it's Tiger Woods, man. Tiger Woods. <laughs> he shows up for his tea time. This guy, he wants to freeze this poor guy. So <laughs> do you think Tiger's kind of hanging on right now to try and play on the tour with his son? Mm. That would wow, be cool. That, I mean, that would be really cool to see him play a tour I, event. Be to have both of them in the field. I don't think it's Charlie that has. That's the undone work. I think it's some of these records are rattling off. I think that's what's undone. For It'll him. be interesting to see what path he and his father choose. Anyway, it does. Does Charlie? I mean, here's a guy. He's got a long way to go. Right, he's got a long way to go. But oh, he's, for sure, he's I'm playing just, incredibly. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. But like, is it one of those things? Does he he go to college like his father did? Does he go the traditional route and does he play uh, on a college team or he might not is he it, good enough and does he? go for young records does he say because i mean tiger was so record driven you talk about hear the stories tiger said where he hung up like jack's records in his bedroom and was just trying to think about and visualize like crossing them off if if charlie is similarly driven and wants to go for the young records he might say hey i'm gonna skip college and go pro and start playing like at 18 yeah so exactly he's 13 right now so five more years five years four years it could be his like final event tiger that could be his way to go out 
plays an event with his son. Pass, pass the torch. Five years from yeah, now. Yeah, you never know. It was a lot up in the air. But Charlie this... could play in an event at as early as 15. He definitely could. Right. So in two more years, he could play in a tour event. Right. did Justin qualify. Thomas play an event yeah. at that age? He can get an exemption to like the Byron Nelson or something. Wouldn't surprise me at all because yeah. I think there'll be people lining up to give him sponsors exemptions because of the eyeballs lining up. would rank. And I wonder if Tiger would even enter the field as a result of it, like you said. Right. But I think what you'll maybe see is, is Tiger being very less chasing that spotlight and, and being much more calculating in the way that he assists Charlie in his career yeah. and the progression of his career and not try to make some of the, the, the mistakes. I don't even call them, call them mistakes, but how Tiger was thrust and pushed into the yep. spotlight. I think he's trying to protect Charlie from some of that. I could see Tiger being like, I want to make sure his game's where it needs to be. Sure. What if Tiger just becomes his like, full-time caddy? Because I know Tiger was on his bag when he full-time just recently shot the 68. It would be a bad coach and caddy to have. Yeah, I don't, I don't How see sick would that be, though? Four rounds, though, carrying a bag. Yeah, let's see yeah put him on one of those uh, like That's motorcycles like yeah. at uh, the Grove. That's what we all need. Motors. Tiger on a motorcycle on a Sunday. <laughs> Unbelievable. Imagine that. But Ladies. anyway, listen, like I said, those are some of the Unbreakable Records. You guys weigh in in the comments. We always invite you to do so. We love reading the conversation. Uh, let us know. If there's anything on this list that you think maybe is breakable where we say it isn't or isn't breakable when we say it is, mm. love to hear that take. This has been a fun one. Uh, there's definitely, it just, again, it gives you perspective, if anything else, about how good these guys really are and were. Just absolutely incredible. If you're not already subscribed, make sure you subscribe. We'll see everybody again next week.